0: This is the one. This is, this is, the is the one. it. This is it. This is the one. fucking, this is fucking this is podcast, the podcast of all, all podcasts. 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 It's the motherfucking Holy, it's the motherfucking
1: grail. Holy grail. It's like, it's <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. I think that we'd be shocked if we walked through some of our schools today from USA Today. Today's schools are cursed by an increase in swearing with language that would stand a sailor's hair on end. In a recent poll of high school principals, 89% said they face profane language every day. How sad, Jack, our teenagers You are
0: now listening to the world's stupidest podcast ever. <laughs> This is the GTFOH podcast.
2: We have no idea what the fuck we're doing. Yeah, what up ladies and gentlemen? It's your motherfucking boy. It's your boy, recognized. My friends call me Rec, you already know. It's Billboard Baggins if you're nerdy. Billy Baggins if you're nasty. Welcome to the GTFOH podcast episode number eight. Who would have thought we'd have made it this far? Who would have thought? Now, where do we go from here? First and foremost, I just want to say that I owe you guys an apology. Last week, I broke one of my cardinal show rules. No religion, no politics. Exactly. I don't I don't know how I broke it. I know initially I said I was going to kind of like not fo- like specifically talk about these things, but there was a couple of headlines that kind of featured those things. And I just think I got caught up in the whirlwind of it all. And I went down the... Religion, you know, lane a little too far. So, it's just some some stories are just so enticing. They're like, they're like Eve and the forbidden fruit. No religion, no politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know what I mean? It's just I can't like resist sometimes when I see some shit when it's just like of a level that that those stories were that make you want to say get the fuck out of here. I just couldn't resist. I had to feature them. I owe you guys an apology. I'm sending an edible arrangement out to each one of your houses right now. I'm I'm looking at, we got about 750 to 800 listeners. So uh, I'm working on 750 edible arrangements. uh, Should be coming to you guys real soon, which will work out great if you can't go to the grocery store today, you know? So uh, just let me say, I'm sorry. And I'm going to keep my, let me just say, I'm sorry. And I'm going to keep my promise to you to go forward Forging on with motherfucking... Get
1: the fuck out of here!
2: Exactly. We're going to keep it all the way 100. Alright? Now, last week I know you didn't get it because it was corona apocalypse. but this week I'm not fucking around. Look, let me just tell you, before we move on... Before we move on any further, it's incredibly difficult right now to find any kind of fucking news story that isn't related to apocalypse. all right? Can you imagine? Just think about how many things have stopped, how many businesses are shut down. Crime's got to be down. I haven't seen a statistic anywhere, but I'm just guessing if you pull a shitload of people off the streets and close a gangload of businesses, there's just less opportunity for crime. You know what I mean? And and if you are one of the few people out there trying to, you know, rob from a business that's closed, you probably get roped up quicker because there's not that many people on the street. I don't know. I'm just guessing here. I'm, I'm just spitballing. But things, when you look through the headlines, when you look through even the most obscure sources for stories like I be doing, it's, it's tough out there right now. Man, it's quiet, you know? I mean, regular jobs have been reduced to a minimum. All kinds of positions from from you know round the corner to in Washington and shit. So for me obviously it's harder because the in stream the influx of information has just reduced. Get the fuck out of here. So it's difficult for me as I was going through this. I know some of y'all hit me up like, "Man, I've been hearing about coronavirus so much and 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 then now I get on the show and it's just like, "Man, I was I don't I didn't want to hear nothing else about coronavirus." So, let me just tell you I worked my hardest this week to make it not all about Corona apocalypse, but it's just inevitable that there's going to be at least a few mentions, a few things related to, I just tried not to give you the same shit that has been hitting me like incessantly over the last few days, last this last week in general, but, um, I tried my hardest, but it, w- it was impossible to leave it completely out of the episode. Now, when life starts generating back a little bit more stupidity, a little bit more idiocracy that isn't related to politics, religion, or the Corona apocalypse, best believe I'm going straight for it. I'm going straight for the jugular. But for right now, I got I to kind of do it a little bit to you, you know? So um, what I will say is I've shuffled the order to at least give you a little bit of padding before I hit you with that corona apocalypse, you know. So without any further ado, I know you missed it last week. Let's bring it back this week. The great return of Gimme Some Head.
1: Lines. 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 I was getting some head, lines some head. some head, lines some head. Lines. some head, I was, I
0: was, I was at 11 pay more at the grocer but getting less will tell you how to get the most
1: the fuck are
0: you doing we need to acknowledge an unfortunate mistake that i made and one of the teases we bring to you before this program while we were live just after 10 o'clock i said a word that many people find offensive i'm truly sorry it was a mistake on my part and i sincerely apologize
2: Yeah, oh, it's good to be back. You know when you you haven't gotten head in a while and then you get headlines and it's really relaxing, really enjoyable, just really mm, centers you, harnesses your chi. I know, I know it does for me anyway. I'm really glad to get these headlines back up and and running. And um, before we even mention the C word, we're going to go to Gallup, Gallup, New Mexico. Now, we've played some shows in Gallup, New Mexico. They used to have a hotel well, excuse me they called it a venue it was a venue of sorts they called it the Gallop Inn well that's what the hotel is called but they actually did shows there the promoter some somebody who was just really like forth thinking said you know what if the kids here want to see shows I'm going to throw shows in the banquet hall area uh, like the conference room area of this uh hotel and then i could book the bands put them sl- to sleep in the hotel and just do the show so we would go play the Gallup in rest in peace because the Gallup in is no longer there what i've been told is that it closed but um we had a lot of fun there Gallup is amazing new mexico is amazing this gentleman is from Gallup, and he could have i want to guess he might have been at one of our shows he was definitely at a strange music show uh he is facing charges after he told police hold on let me just pause for dramatic effect he unknowingly stole two televisions while he was drunk. Get the
1: fuck out of, Get out, of here, out, of here, out of here!
2: Now I've said this before on this show. I've been drunk a lot. God damn. I, I, For a while, it was it was damn near my profession. We go on the road for two months at a time. You're doing six or you're doing five to seven shows a week, depending on the schedule. And we drink pretty much every show night. I've been drunk a lot, and I've definitely done some dumb shit. Stealing two TVs that I didn't remember stealing—that's that's that's a new one right there. Uh, this young scholar's name is Sage Aaron Cummins. Yes, he was arrested last week shortly following his arrival to the victim's apartment to return the TVs. Damn' that's that's, the, that's like part shame walk, part apology like hungover apology. Oh y'all ever had to do a, a hungover apology. This shit sucks. I've had to, I've had to hangover apology a few times and it's no bueno. no fun. No fun whatsoever. Um, If I go the rest of my natural born life without uh, having to hang over, apologize to anyone else, I'll be I'll be 1000 percent happy with that. Um, So he was coming to return the TVs. According to the Gallup police, an officer was investigating a burglary report, which obviously they had filed uh, when Cummins approached him out of nowhere and admitted he had stolen the televisions from the victim's home. He told the police he was quote very intoxicated when he entered the residence. Get the
1: fuck out of here!
2: Now he ended up telling the cops he only remembered knocking on the door, and when it was apparent that no one was there, he was like fuck it, you know I'm drunk. Taco Bell just closed. I just missed it. So I'ma go in this crib real quick. And see was cracking. He entered the residence, and then he says he didn't remember what happened after that. Get the fuck out of here! Now. I know I know what blackout drunk is like. I know, you know, I know what losing your memory when you're drunk is like. But then there's those kind of times, there's those moments where you get so drunk and then you do some dumb shit that you I feel like there's an anti-lock break in your brain that says, "You know what? We we remember this, but we going we going to pretend to forget this. Like we're going to kind of tell ourselves that we're forgetting this." And you don't if you really think about it, you could remember what the fuck happened, but you just kind of already logged off and said, "No, no, no. We we, we don't remember what happened. He remembers what the fuck happened. Uh, he said uh, He said on the, repli- the police report, he woke up at 8.30 a.m. the next day and noticed he had two TVs in his bedroom. Super tight. Uh, he was informed two days later who the televisions belonged to by a mutual friend of his and the victim. So he knew somebody that knew the, whoever he stole these TVs from. And he told the police he wanted to make things right and return the stolen items. He's 24 years old, has a super bright future ahead of him. He was charged with receiving stolen property and released on an unsecured bond of $1,500. It was not known if he had an attorney.
1: Get the fuck out
2: of here. Mm. New Mexico. That was a good one, right? That was a pretty, that was pretty entertaining. Look at that. And no mention of the, the Rona. No mention of the Rona. I just mentioned it right now, so I fucked up, but you, you know what I'm saying. All right, man, let's go. Let's load up for another one. Where are we going next? Vancouver, Canada. Let's go. Police hope to reunite owner with lost bag full of cocaine and $20,000 in cash. Man, I knew Canadians were nice. I've been to Canada multiple times, toured, done shows from coast to coast, and Canadians are fucking nice. Literally, we've, we've driven up to the border and on the U.S. side been cut off by an American driver, and then right on the other side of the traffic, got onto the Canadian side, and people, you know, we drive like a van and a trailer, so it can be a little bit tough to maneuver sometimes. Literally like 100 feet from the fucking barrier on the Canadian side, people are like signaling like, oh, go ahead, hey, yeah, like just cut a, cut me off, it's totally cool. It, that I, Canadians are the fucking, yeah, they really are. The reputation, the stereotype, it's not bullshit. But this is a new level of Canadianism. The police saying... They hope to reunite this owner of lost bag, uh, this owner of a lost bag of cocaine and twenty thousand dollars in cash.
1: Get the fuck out of here!
2: I don't believe it. Something tells me that's some bullshit. One thousand percent. These are these fine, upstanding, super trustworthy police officers are in the north end of Vancouver Island, and they are they put out a message basically a. Uh, uh, a bulletin, if you will, where they want to, quote-unquote, reunite a lost bag with its rightful owner. That has, now that bag has four ounces of cocaine, eh? And $20,000 in cash. Which have been seized, obviously. They got called over to Hardy Bay Drugstore on Friday because someone had abandoned a brown satchel inside the store. Damn. Like, you went to the drugstore real quick to get whatever mixes well with whatever you're going to be doing for the rest of your night and you forget your 20 racks and your fucking bag of blow. Ain't that about a bitch. Police said the bag appeared to have been left by mistake. No shit. Quote, thankfully the owner of the bag was very helpful and also left his identification with his contact information and his address.
1: Get the fuck fuck out of here.
2: Spoiler alert. Damn dark turn he left his id with his address and his contact information on it son of a bitch so why are they looking for him then that they have his id is that is that some canadian shit is that some like oh we we have your information we could totally come and just fuck you up eh? but we're just gonna have you we're gonna request that you come and bring yourself to us when you're ready eh? you know get the
1: fuck out of here
2: The Port Hardy RCMP are requesting the individual contact the local detachment should he want to explain the large quantities of money and drugs in his bag. Police seized both the cocaine and the cash and said they would be destroying the coke and sending the cash to civil forfeiture. Man. Now, the Canadians when we cross the border always seem to be very militant about drugs and they all say it's like they're trying to keep drugs out of the country, boom, 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 but the way they're treating this canadian citizen i'm just now i'm just realizing it ain't really about the drugs it's really about fuck these foreigners eh like y'all coming over the border like trying to get you know what i mean is they like they're treating us kind of the way that trump treats mexicans trying to come over the border like he's trudeau's like yeah yeah whatever we can find to like hem them up at the border let's do that because they're just like oh we we you know we just want to know if you could explain this you know what the fuck you, he don't need to explain it I can't read sarcasm in the way they wrote it but I'm guessing they're being fucking sarcastic alright get the fuck out of here get the fuck
1: out of here
2: sheesh man how you guys feeling you feeling good <laughs> oh man two stories in how how much further do you think we can go did you guess that we're, we were done that, it's, that we're back in the Rona cause you guessed absolutely fucking right the world is fucked why bother? Oh, yeah. The world is fucked. Why bother? I'm going to make a theme song. I'm going to make an actual theme song for it. Because right now, with this quarantine and shit, how long it seems like this shit's going to go on, I think, I think uh, I'm think i going to be using this bit quite a bit. A bit quite a bit. And uh, we need a theme song. We definitely need a theme song. So the world is fucked. Why bother? New York Attorney General has ordered InfoWars' Alex Jones, everybody's favorite crazy drunk uncle, to stop selling coronavirus treatment products. Treatment is in quotations. The New York Attorney General Letitia James said Thursday that her office has ordered InfoWars' Alex Jones to immediately stop selling and marketing his products that he calls a, quote, cure or treatment for the coronavirus. Get
1: the fuck out of here!
2: Jones has been selling toothpaste, creams, and several other products that claim to treat or prevent and cure the coronavirus. Man, all along, we've been tripping, quarantining, locking down. We could have just gone to Alex Jones. Why didn't you guys tell me this? Of course, there's currently no FDA-approved vaccines or drugs to, pre- to prevent or treat COVID-19, obviously. Um, yeah, Alex Jones. Oof, I, I'm safe to talk about Alex Jones. He's not religious or political well he is political but he's not a politician so i could talk about him a spokesperson for alex jones denied that their products including the super blue toothpaste super blue toothpaste were marketed as treatments or cures for any disease included including the coronavirus quote any suggestion to the contrary is false and is expressly disavowed or as alex would say any suggestions to the contrary is false and expressly disavowed this is not the first cease and desist warning James has sent to related... Uh, I'm sorry. This is not the first cease and desist warning James has sent related to fraudulent coronavirus products. Of course, they're fucking everywhere. Uh, on Wednesday, James also sent a cease and desist order to two companies that sold colloidal silver. I've I, I seen some stories about colloidal silver. There's a lot of um, folks that believe in a certain way of life, since I can't really go into detail, uh, that uh, they've been... They've been they've been hemming up uh, and like, they've been hawking off colloidal silver, which apparently has been cited as not being safe or effective to treat any disease. So tell grandma to get, next time she's on the internet or QVC or whatever, whatever the, the nutty QVC is, don't buy colloidal silver, it's not the hot shit. It's absolutely not the hot shit. Um, good old Alex Jones. Mm. The
1: world is fucked. Why bother?
2: Here's a tip. Here's a tip for all you out there. If you're in a city that has been locked down or you're in a city that is about to be locked down, if you want to sneak out, preferably maybe dress in an inconspicuous wardrobe, something all black, um, at night preferably, don't do what this man did in Murcia, Spain. He dressed up, what, what would you guess? Like, if you're going to go out in Spain and, and go against the national lockdown order, what would you think? He's in ninja outfit? Nah, nah, no. Nah. Something more, obviously, can, like inconspicuous, right? Like all black, like I said. No, how about Tyrannosaurus Rex inflatable costume? You know the ones. The orange ones that everybody does, like, videos with. And it's like, if you say someone's dressed up as a T-Rex, it's the first thing you think of now. He, that's exactly what he was wearing. They have a, uh, someone caught, caught this on camera. <laughs> the cop stopped him on these empty streets. So imagine this, like apoco- post-apocalyptic, empty ass portion of Spain, and a cop and his car, stopping and giving a citation to a fucking T-Rex. So tight. Get the fuck out of here. Here. here! And he did this to take out. What do you think? What do you think? Money? Do you think no? Because nah, he wouldn't even be able to do that. What, what do you think he? was out there doing. It was so important. Grocery shopping? Like, what? Did he have a booty call that he want to sneak out to in the T-Rex outfit? No, no. No, no. This gentleman here was just taking out the trash. Get the fuck
1: out of here! Out of here.
2: Super, super tight. Um, he's gotten desperate enough to... Take out the trash, but do it in a T-Rex costume. I still don't understand what the fuck he was thinking. This is what happens. Cabin fever, folks. It's kind of cute at first. Everyone's like self-quarantining now. But when you get to a place where you're actually locked down and you really can't leave the house for real, for real, um, that's when shit starts to get uncute. People get cabin fever and it gets crazy. I'm not going to go too in-depth. I don't want to upset anybody. <laughs> but but that's what it is. Um, I'm, I'm definitely peep the socials, I'm going to put up the picture and the video, if possible, of this gentleman trying to take out his trash in a T-Rex fucking outfit. Um, what the hell was he thinking? Um, and this is amongst a place that has a death toll of 491 and cases have skyrocketed from 1987 to 11,178 in 24 hours. Man. The world is fucked. Why bother? And then just to... Just to put the sweet cherry on top for all the gtfoh out there, the police force shared footage of the episode and they put it to the Jurassic Park soundtrack. Fuck yes. These are my guys right here. <laughs> These are my guys, all right? Um, they, they posted up on their social media joking that dogs were allowed out under the state of emergency, but dinosaurs were not.
1: Get the fuck out of here!
2: And then the fucked up part about that too is... Once you get, like, detained by the police for a second and they fuck with you, and then... I don't know if they gave him a citation or not. I can't really... It seems like they did, but I think they just gave him a warning, maybe. Because, you know, everybody's trying to be kind of compassionate. And he the guy's not hurting anybody. But after you get a talking to, you know, you get scolded by the principal or whatever, then this dude had to waddle away in the costume. Like, he didn't take the costume off. They didn't make him take the costume off. So he ended up having to waddle back down the street... you know you've seen how people fucking walk in those t-rex outfits there's no way to look hard or authoritative in a fucking t-rex outfit where your legs don't even stretch apart all the way the
1: world is fucked why bother
2: yes yes wonderful all right picture this folks you've got um your vacation all planned six months ago man you're gonna go on royal caribbean beautiful cruise it's gonna be wonderful Man, you're going to eat, like, Guy Fieri has a burger joint on there. You're going to fucking stuff your face. Oh, man, it's going to be wonderful. You're going to get some sun, you know, it's been super rainy where you live. And, you know, the, the Rona, the Rona strikes. And then you're like, damn, all right, well, what's everybody else doing? Everybody, I'm sure, is probably getting refunds and these, you know, okay, cool. Well, if you're on Royal Caribbean, you're fucked. Because, apparently, they're not getting, they're not giving refunds. And somehow... They're still, I don't understand this, but they're still going to push the boat out? I don't understand how that goes. Um, this is partly a Florida story. Um, <clears throat> now all these people are being forced to cancel their trip without a refund, which makes no fucking sense to me whatsoever. Or they risk getting infected, obviously, because these boats are teeming with the shit and the shit's scary. To, uh, I, like I like cruises, but I wouldn't go on one right now. Anna Trevino, 29 years old, from Orlando, Florida. Shout out. Get on to Florida. Get on the Florida. <laughs> she was supposed to set sail Thursday on a family trip with 12 others to Mexico from Port Tampa Bay. But when she arrived to board the Royal Caribbean's Brilliance of the Seas, the voyage was downsized to just six people. Mmm. Damn. So what did everybody else do? They just took the dick. They were like, you know what? Now nah, I'm going to eat this Royal Caribbean dick. And I'm like, yeah, because if, I mean... Depending on how much you spend on the ticket, it would be you'd be hard pressed to catch me on like fuck it. I'll just see what happens. Let me just boom boom. The remaining 6 travelers had tried to cancel their cruise due to COVID-19 fears, of course, but after hours on hold with the cruise line, they were unable to reach any company reps to cancel ahead of a 48-hour window. Also, maybe you could cancel, but they're just so busy they couldn't get to everybody. So 6 people ended up being like, "Fuck it. I don't want to lose this money. I'm going on this fucking cruise." Get
1: the fuck out of here.
2: One of the six people told the New York Post, "I'm excited, but also terrified."
1: Get the fuck outta Get out, of
2: out, of out, of out of here! I really tried canceling. No, you didn't. Well, yes, you probably did. But if you really wanted to cancel, you just fucking cancel. All right, cancel, cancel yourself. Going? Fuck the ticket. Fuck Royal Caribbean. Just say, "Hey, guess what? Trip's canceled." I'ma eat that dick. Because I don't think there's any amount of money that'll put you want to make you put yourself at risk. This just makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Crystal Matos, 33 years old, these are all, I mean, you notice these people's ages are all, you know, they're not They're not in their 50s and 60s, so I guess that's why they feel it's safe. Damn, you imagine being on a cruise ship, though, with just six people? That'd be kind of tight. It'd be like I Am Legend, but, like, m- meets Waterworld. Crystal Matos, 33, said her mother canceled because her medication for rheumatoid arthritis impacts her immune system, making her more at risk for picking up severe diseases. And another relative who was pregnant also pulled the plug on the trip. No fucking shit. And the Trevino family ended up meanwhile trying to make the best out of a difficult situation on Thursday. Fewer people on the 962 foot ship with 13 decks, 3 pools, and 3 hot tubs could give it an exclusive feel. Yeah, I, I, would, think so. I would think so. Six Voyagers. Uh, that, that would do it. I, I hope I'm reading that right because it seems like there's only six people on this fucking boat. Which is, seems like a waste. I guess if the six people show up you still you still got to run the boat right but i'm just guessing like yeah i guess they got they got to do it fuck it um she also said that she upgraded her room due to plummeting rates fueled by cancellations mm, you want to get the suite? you can get the whole fucking corner of the boat for the low low mm, fuck that no amount of money no amount of money is getting me on that boat right now they got me i know conspiracy theory or not they got me fucking spooked the shit's crazy I haven't gone anywhere in like the last week, I haven't gone to the studio, nothing. I've just been at the house working with the kids, I take them out for the walk, and that's it. Fuck it, I'm spooked, man, I'm I'm spooked. No fucking way you get me on a cruise ship. Get the fuck out of here! Well, it's safe to know that in a world that is fucked, and around a bunch of people that feel that maybe they shouldn't bother, there's still somebody standing up and fighting for the cause. Fighting for the right to be punk. That's right. Mm. Punk band The Exploited. You know what they said? They refused to cancel their tour. It was like, you know what? Quote, fuck coronavirus. We ain't fucking Green Day. Mm. Yes. With countless bands canceling their entire tours due to coronavirus pandemic, one legendary punk band is refusing to call it quits. The Exploited will begin their Australian tour today which was March 13th. You know, I, I had to dig for some old ass articles because I told you I couldn't fucking find shit. It's crazy out there. So anyways, their tour, I got to check back in and see if they fucking, if they really took their tour. But as of March 13th, they were like, nah, we ain't we ain't doing, we ain't cutting this tour short. Fuck that. Meanwhile, entire countries are on lockdown. Travel bans are being put into place. Public gatherings are severely limited. Coronavirus is changing life around the world, obviously. While Live Nation and AEG, which is two of the biggest concert promoters in the country, have postponed their entire tour schedules, and acts like Rage, My Chemical Romance, Pearl Jam and others have paused their travels for the health and safety of fans, the exploited is like, fuck that, fuck that. The vocalist for the band, his name is Wadi Buchan, uh, Buchan. Uh, he isn't backing down so easily, however, giving a quote to Australian tour promoters DRW Entertainment, he said, Fuck coronavirus. Quote, I've had five heart attacks, a quad heart bypass, and a heart pacemaker fitted. Cancel gigs for a virus? We ain't fucking Green Day. Piss off. We are the real deal. No danger will be canceling our upcoming gigs. Punk's not dead. Ugh, fuck with this guy. Who the fuck's going to the show, though? That's what I want to know. My Colorado promoters were not going to cancel the show until, until Colorado limited, uh, or banned, rather, the the gathering of 50 or more people because we were like, all right, well, we're definitely going to be over that. Uh, and up until the point they canceled it, I was like, who the fuck's coming to this show? I respect everybody who would risk it. I fuck with y'all. I love y'all. Y'all are the shit. But if it was me, I don't know. It'd have to be a resurrected James Brown concert for me to be like, nah, you know, I'll risk the Rona. Fuck it. Fuck
1: Get the fuck out of here. here.
2: This guy from The Exploited suffered a heart attack on stage in 2014 then he was hospitalized again in 2017 while he was on tour and he's still saying fuck it i fuck with this guy he's g i mean if you're going to be in a punk band you got to be some hardcore shit and definitely canceling your tour from coronavirus is doesn't really sound that hardcore so if anybody wants to see the exploited um i'm guessing that they had to have canceled their shit by now because the situation from March 13th to now seems to have increased quite a bit. And who the fuck would be at that show? I don't know how bad they got it in Australia, but if that show was here, what if they could do it at the grocery store. That's the only place I could see them getting the show off. That's it. Nobody said you couldn't do a show at the grocery store. Because there's no like limit on how many people could be in the grocery store at one time. So if you could technically get the hookup at the grocery store, you could throw a ill show. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just suggesting it. The exploited, they might want to hit up Publix, Safeway. It's cool. I, don't, I won't even take a commission. Get the fuck out of, out of here. Meanwhile, YouTube pranksters are at it again. You ever like get caught on one of those channels where they do like pranks and then they like end up almost getting their ass whooped and it's like stupid, but then it's also kind of fascinating and then every now and again it's like kind of funny. Well, apparently there's this dude and his name is. What the fuck is this dude's name? Zishan Ali And on YouTube he's known as Prince Z He's a prankster He's a YouTube Prankster, that's what they label him And that's a terrible label There's many things you can be on YouTube But a YouTube prankster, I'm good on that Do you like meet a girl and be like Hey what's up, so what do you do, you lawyer? Oh yeah that's dope Oh me, no I'm I'm, I'm a YouTube prankster Yeah 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 It's going really good for me though, got 86,000 subscribers Get the fuck out of here Well, this fucking guy was in New York City. I don't know if you guys are peeping. I'm sure you're peeping and you're sick and you don't even hear me tell you about it. But New York is fact. New York got more cases of the Rona than motherfucking South Korea. All right. That's a fact. And this guy figured it would be a good idea and a great clickbait for his YouTube channel that's budding and blossoming. He got more subscribers than me. So, hey, hats off to him. But you know what I won't do to get subscribers on my YouTube channel? Lick a fucking handrail on the subway. God damn. The You know, the poles that are on the subway that you hold on to, like, you know, like, yes. I don't know if y'all have ridden the subway in New York City, but it, it's not, I mean, it's not as filthy as it is in some of the old school movies, but it ain't, you couldn't eat dinner in there. God damn. This guy figured it would be a great idea to walk up and just, let I me mean, just go ahead and lick this post. How many people, who the fuck knows, how many people have touched this shit? Get the fuck out of here! Out of here. The eight-second clip shows New York's Shan Ali, known as Prince Z on YouTube, vigorously lapping a slapping. I love that word. That's a great word when you're talking about licking. Lapping. He was lapping the fuck out of that shit. He was vigorously lapping a subway pole like a lollipop on an undisclosed train. Yeah, that was an undisclosed train, alright. While a face mask sporting strap hanger scoots away from him. Yeah, there's a dude behind him in a face mask. Sitting there, just minding his own business, trying not to contract the Rona, and fucking Prince Prince Ali or whatever, fucking comes up and starts licking the post like a maniac, and the dude just slides over like, now nah, I'm good, I'm good. This is this is New York City, baby. Almost 2,000 cases of COVID-19, which then shot up like drastically, shot up. Um, as of this article, it was 2,000 cases. Crazy. Obviously, they went in all over this fucking guy on uh, social media. I don't need to read you any highlights. But he's got 66,000 subscribers. So if you're into that kind of dumb shit, you know what I mean? Hit up my guy, Prince Z, on YouTube. Prince Z Ali. One of his other videos, he's uh, showering in the middle of a subway car. In full full view of a bunch of people that don't know what the fuck's going on, obviously. Get the fuck out of here! I tried my best folks, but so many of these stories relate to the Rona, man. It's so hard. It's hard. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? I'm sorry what do you want me to do? you want me to pause the show? Should I cancel the show? No I, I mean fuck, I'm inside so much. I have so much I mean I'm, I'm, I have so much time to do shit like I'm, I'm recording and I'm doing music and I'm doing trying to do video content and like the, the podcast fits in so well I, I don't want to cancel I don't want to cancel the show. What do I do? If the news segment start, what do I do? Do we go retro? Do I start digging up crazy stories from the '80s? Is that what y'all want to hear? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm perplexed on this one. This one got me fucked up. I'm just saying. I went through the, I went through the headlines the last few days, and it is hard out here for a fucking Corona non-seeking Corona pimp. It's hard. Oh shit, I'm fucking up over here. It's crazy out here. I don't know what to tell you guys. We got to make a conscious decision on where the fucking direction of this show is going because my, I got friends and family that are out of work right now and a lot of their businesses are saying July, August is when they're planning to reopen the business. July, August. That's a fucking long time. That's like four months. That's crazy. So, like, I don't know. We're either gonna, the news cycle is gonna run super dry and just be all about the Rona or some wild shit's gonna start to happen, and it'll be a fucking get-the-fuck-out-of-here renaissance. It'll be crazy. There'll be wild shit happening all over the place. And I, and hey, cool. We'll follow that. If that's where it goes, we'll follow that. But if it doesn't, I'm just telling you guys, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm, I'm work my hardest. I'm gonna be out here for you guys, digging for the stories that are fucking non-COVID-19 related. I'm promising you I'm going to do my best. So please have some faith in me, all right? And in the meantime let's let's just take it home
0: okay so i think you should use this idea for your flooring this florida segment and get the out out of here so i came up with get on the florida because when the cops come arrest you with their handcuffs they're like get on the floor so that they can put the handcuffs on and since it's about florida and all the crazy stuff that happens there which is usually involved with the cops so Get on the floor, duh, is Florida. And also, get on Florida. I mean, get on the floor. So I think you should use it, because I'm smart.
2: Get on the floor. <laughs> when the whole world is drying up with stories, you know, and, and everything is COVID-19 related, there's one place, there's a place I'd like to take you to. There's a place where we can go. There's a place where we can go, where everybody don't know about the Rona. You know what I mean? There is a place, a magical, mystical place. A place that I think um, J.J.J.R. Tolkien or J.L.J. Yeah, J.R. Tolkien, J.J. J. Tolkien, whatever the fuck, the guy who wrote Lord of the Rings, I think he wrote about this mystical, magical land. The place is called Florida. Yes. Mm. March 24th. Like any good Florida story, this one begins with a naked couple brawling inside a car parked at the mall. Mmm, Fascinating. Let's go. Late Sunday evening, cops responded to the Clearwater Mall. Yes, we're back in Clearwater, folks. Did you miss it? You remember it last week, right? That was when the beach was super packed with people because it was the first Monday where they're supposed to be self-isolating, not home from work, and everyone's like, fuck that, we're going to Clearwater Beach, goddammit. Well, we're back. God, it feels good to be back. Clearwater Mall. Cops responded. They received a report about a fight in progress. Oh, shit. I wonder what that's about. Witnesses told officers that after hearing a woman screaming within the parking lot, they discovered the two naked individuals within the car and wrestling with each other. Damn. Cops separated the couple, identified in an arrest affidavit as Robert Janish, 21 years old from Minnesota, and his girlfriend of six months, both of whom, quote, get ready for this. This is a shocker admitted to drinking alcohol today fuck yeah <clears throat> 21 baby you just oh, just imagine it you just got your license to basically drink alcohol legally and there's a fucking pandemic <laughs> people that have been drinking their whole lives are like excessively drinking right now because there's just don't know what the fuck else to do so you're 21 you're in clear water fuck it what else are you gonna do let's just pound a bunch of saint ides or whatever and get it poppin During the police questioning, the pair each said that a physical confrontation occurred after they finished having sex, (laughs) having sex inside the vehicle. Now, the woman, cops reported, said after she, quote, had intercourse with Janish in the car, she had to urinate. You know, that happens. It's actually healthy. You're supposed to, you know what I'm saying? After you get it, after you, you got to go and just do that thing so you can flush it out. You know what I mean? Boom. Keep it clean. Now she urinated outside of the car. And that's when the trouble began. After she wiped herself, she accidentally threw the napkin back onto Janice.
0: That isn't a very romantic story, man.
2: Now. Janice was not fucking having that shit. Ah. <laughs> uh, um I, I mean I think this might be like a young buck thing. I mean, fuck that. The younger you are, the more horny you should be. So if you just busted a nut, There would be very, very few things that you could do to upset me. You know what I'm saying? If I was just like, "Mm," just busted that nut and just got hella satisfied. Oh, man. I just realized that. I just remember that we have young listeners. Uh, Ray, if you're listening to the show, I'm going to need you to leave the room. All right? Sorry. Sorry for what you've heard. She out of the room? All right,
0: cool.
2: (laughs) So, like I was saying, there's few things that you could do to me after a good sexual healing session to piss me off. Now I'm trying to put myself in the dude's shoes, but I'm just, I don't know, I'm just I'm not seeing it. If you just smash in the car at the Clearwater Mall, life is good. Life is great. The only thing that might not be good is because of all these shutdowns, you might not be able to go to TCBY and get a little yogurt, a little fro-yo after the fucking you know what I mean? But other than that, you're good. You just smashed you can go home now. Self-quarantine. You're chilling. You can play Xbox. So, you know, what happened is she, she had a little napkin and she threw it back and it accidentally hit you. Man, no need to panic, buddy. No need to panic is what I'm saying to you. You know what I'm saying? One of the youths out there, I need to tell you. I need to learn you the game cuz you fucking up your future fucking by this this situation. Now you guys got the cops involved. Mm, mm, mm. No bueno. Yeah, I'm a <laughs> when she re-entered the car, they began arguing. And Janish Choked the victim for several seconds, prompting her to scream for help. Damn. Went straight went straight to choking her. You gotta be an angry motherfucker to want to choke somebody after busting a nut. Man, I've busted many nuts in my lifetime, alright? I don't think I've ever been like, you know what would be great right now? I would just love to choke the fucking hell out of somebody right now. Be, that would go so great with this post-coitus right now, alright? I just need to choke, choke a motherfucker. Man. Um... After this gentleman got read his rights, Janice reportedly told the police he became quote irate after she threw the pee napkin
0: on yeah, him.
2: <laughs> Janis, cops say, declined to advise who became physical first, but claimed the marks on his girlfriend's neck may have been from the beach. That's a direct quote. May have been from the beach. They got a picture of him. He looks, he looks like a 21 year old. You know, what I mean, he looks, he doesn't look like the brightest uh, bulb in the bunch, but. He got arrested for domestic battery by strangulation. That word is forever ruined for me, by the way. Uh, we did a collabo album with Tech Nine called Strangulation, and that strangulation word now, I can never take it the same. I can't take it at face value anymore. That's neither here nor there. Um, domestic battery, strangulation, and booked into the county jail. Janish, who lives in Apple Valley, a Twin City suburb, remains behind bars in lieu of $5,000 bond because he ain't got that guap. He's 21. Uh, and he has been ordered to have no contact with the victim. Damn, see? Come on, bud. What are you doing, Robert? You fucked up your game. You fucked up, you fucked up the future puss? My God, what are you doing? Jesus, man. All right, well, he's out of here. And, um, he's from the Twin Cities, so fuck y'all. We're not claiming him. We're not claiming him. But it is a Florida story. And it's like, we have to import people here for wild shit to happen to them. So I guess it's still... Get on the Florida holiday. You know, Florida gang. Mm. How Floridian. How fucking Floridian. I love it. You from the Twin Cities? Well, welcome to Florida, motherfucker.
0: Yeah, Florida. <laughs> all
2: right, I'm going to blend it in here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step in and out of the Rona situation, okay? We're back in the Rona, but we're in Florida, okay? Florida Rona. Here we go. Florida man arrested for felony theft of 66 rolls of toilet paper from a Marriott hotel. <clears throat> His name is Angel Esteban Hernández Cinto. His fucking name is, his last name is Hernández Cinto. All together. That sounds like the, like the abuela in fucking, in Coco and shit, which is like Miguelito, Angelito, Celito, Berito, Berito. This fucking guy. Angel, Angel Esteban Hernández Cinto. He's 31 years old, super bright future ahead of him. He was arrested in the early morning hours of Thursday after police responded to a security guard's call complaining that a man was stealing toilet paper from the hotel at 1.30 a.m. Mm. This guy had gone to Costco, Sam's Club, Publix, fucking Whole Foods. Nobody had the TP. So he had to do what was necessary. It was either break into the Marriott at 1.30 a.m. and steal toilet paper or wipe his ass with leaves like fucking Mowgli in the Jungle Book. Man. Guard said he was on regular patrol and he noticed some suspicious activity from Hernandez Cinto. Ah, man, I hope they write his name all throughout this article. Um, Yamil, who's a security guard, he saw Angel pushing a trash can toward his Honda van. Angel opened the rear of the van and took a trash bag from the trash can and put it in the van. Now, the security guard found it suspicious as to why he put a trash bag in his van. Obviously, at 1.30 a.m. He don't work there. He peeked through the window and noticed the bag was full of unused toilet paper that belonged to the motherfucking Marriott Hotel. Now, Hernandez Cinto, I just want to say it all day, Hernandez Cito was able to execute his alleged toilet paper heist because he worked for a cleaning company that services the hotel, inside job, goddamn, man, they counted the rolls, it was valued at about 65 bucks and expressed an eagerness to testify against the alleged thief, damn. They're not fucking around at that Marriott. We in the middle of a pandemic, dude just wanted to wipe his ass. I mean, maybe he wanted to resell the shit. It's probably a mixture of both. Probably needed to wipe his ass and he needed to resell, make a little bit of extra guap. And they'd be like, how much, how much did he get us for? 65 bucks? Yeah, let's testify the fuck out this guy. Let's do it. Let's, let's prosecute. We're going to testify the whole fucking thing. Each roll is valued at 99 cents. And the security guard is also willing to testify in court on behalf of Marriott. He's trying to get that raise. Hernandez Cinto was said to have admitted to taking the toilet paper when confronted. Of course, he was like, yeah, what else could he do? He he got caught white-handed. You know what I mean? He got caught paper-handed. He explained to police he was doing it out of a sense of charity for the less fortunate. Let me find out. We're dealing with the fucking Robin Hood of toilet paper. Holy shit, rob from the rich, give to the poor, fucking toilet paper for your fucking assholes. Yeah, let me find out. God, I knew not, not all heroes wear capes, man. Some heroes be out jacking the papes, all right? Fucking Robin Hood. Damn, plopping Hood, if you will. Plopping Hood out here just doing what none of us have the fucking cojones to do. Man, that's so tight. He told the cops he knew a lady who was poor and had no job and was taking the toilet paper to help her and her family. And when the police asked for his name, Hernandez Cinto was said to have given the false name of Andres Hernandez. And if you know anything about Latin names, that's quite a generic name. Yeah, he was like, yo, I'm getting them with this one. I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm Andres Hernandez. Yeah, the third. He later told the officers he lied because he was scared. No shit, Hernandez Cinto. It's okay, buddy. Damn. He got charged with theft from a public lodging facility, which if you didn't know, is a third degree felony. He was handcuffed and taken to the Orange County Jail and then being released later that same morning on a $2,500 bond. Ah, man. In in a related story, a different Florida man was arrested in Clearwater on March 10th after allegedly breaking into a neighbor's truck to steal a $1 pack of toilet paper. And he got taken into custody and was held on a $5,000 bond. Damn. Do not be like that unnamed gentleman and Hernandez Cinto, okay? Guys, take a shower. Fucking wait in line at at one of the stores that is rationing out paper. Do what you gotta do. Don't steal, okay? Don't steal. Fuck. Even if you feel like you're robbing or plopping hood, all right? Don't be plopping hood.
0: Get on the (laughs) floor.
2: Fuck. All right, all right. Let's go unrona real quick. Let's unronatize. All right. McDonald's McDouble burger used as weapon during domestic attack. I'm fucking on board. Let's go. A victim was struck in the head with a thrown McDonald's McDouble burger during a domestic disturbance last night. Where it can only happen in Florida. Yes. Where? Tampa, baby. Tampa suburb. The cops allege that Tyler Hardeman engaged in a verbal argument with the victim at a residence in Holiday, a Tampa suburb. Okay, Holiday. The place is called Holiday. That's tight. During the 9.45 p.m. squabble, the 23-year-old Hardiman first threw a McDouble hamburger at the defendant's head. Tight. The McDouble hit the victim in the left ear but did not cause injury. <laughs> Somebody actually had to type that. The McDouble hit the victim in the left ear, but did not cause injury. That was something like that was a fucking somebody actually took time to process that in their brain and type that physically and then read it back to themselves and be like, yeah, yeah that's exactly what I meant to write. Get the fuck out of here. They got a picture of him. He kind of looks like our old tour manager, Goliath. He's like a baby faced kind of white dude with big, with a big like kind of rocker beard and like a surfer cut like hanging over his head. Hardiman, also, allegedly, through a vaping device. He looks this dude looks like a vapor, a vapist. He looks like a straight up vapist. Um, he hit the victim in the left knee with the vaping device, causing, quote, redness and lacerations. That's like the people they're like, yeah, my neck or whatever. Like, that person's not hurt from the vaping. Get the fuck out of here. When the victim sought to run from Hardiman, uh, he grabbed the victim's shirt, which resulted in the shirt being ripped off the victim. Oh no! This is something, another thing that somebody had to type. Yeah, <laughs> They didn't name the victim. You know, he doesn't want to fear, it. he fears retaliation. You know, he could get a quarter pounder next. Who the fuck knows? For now, he wants to keep it out of McDouble. They ended up arresting this young gentleman uh for a domestic aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. Yo, the McDouble, the ill deadly weapon. Man, let me find out. Next time I go to McDonald's, I'm in there. I'm like, yo, let me get the swords. Let me get the let me get the deadliest weapon you got in here. She's like, excuse me, what? I'm like, you know what I mean. Break out that. I mean, break out the goods. I'm in danger. I need help. Give me the McDouble. I need a McDouble. Shit. (laughs) Hardiman, who works as a packer at a liquor store, was booked into the Pasco County Jail on the felony count. Mm. Felony count, but you got to get this headline written about you, which is that a McDouble burger was used as a weapon. I think it was worth it. I fucking think it was worth it. Get
1: the fuck out of here. Get on the floor.
2: <laughs> and lastly, we're going to end, end with a Florida Rona story. Of course, the spring breaker that went viral last week, um, he has apologized. Yes, he's apologized for his now viral comment. If I get Corona, I get Corona. Super tight. The spring breaker is apologizing for his insensitive comments. Uh, while he was vacationing in Florida Brady Sluter is the young man's name I feel bad for the Spring Breakers, man They had a pl- trip planned, the whole thing You know, I know they look stupid out there when they get interviewed But they're young, they wanted a party They had a trip planned They were already kind of out there when the shit was going down And then, boom Like that, they're fucking getting interviewed Get While they've been toasted on South Beach I don't know if you've been to South Beach But it's very easy to lose your mind out there And... Then, you know, he got interviewed and he was just vibing. He'd been in the sun all day. And then he said, hey, if I get the corona, I get the corona. Fuck it, you know. It's not going. I'm not going to let it stop me from partying. And then that shit just went viral. Because everybody else sitting in their fucking house was like, man, fuck this dude. Fuck this dude. He's from Ohio. Um, that's not a shocker. <laughs> he wrote a remorseful post on Instagram on Tuesday saying he'd like to, quote, own up to the mistakes I've made and apologize to the people I've offended. God. Guys, for real, it's getting out of hand, man. Really, we need to, we need to fucking, yeah, man, we need to bring this together. We need to bring this, like, sensitivity level down, all right? People are offended, really, by this guy saying if he got corona, he got corona. Get
1: the fuck out of here! here. here.
2: This guy had to write a fucking PR statement because of this bullshit. Quote, I would like to sincerely apologize for the insensitive comment I made in regards to COVID-19 while I was on spring break, he said. I wasn't aware of the severity of my actions and comments. Like many others, I have elderly people who I adore more than anything in the world and other members who are at risk, and I understand how concerning this disease is for us all.
1: Yes. Get the fuck out of here!
2: Man, been a sobering fucking week for him, I'm sure. Brady Sluder. He acknowledged, uh, he acknowledged, that's a tight word. He acknowledged in his post that apology doesn't justify his behavior. Sluter was one of several spring breakers in Miami, interviewed by Reuters. Reuters is out there getting at them, hard-hitting stories. And they all downplayed the virus and said it wasn't going to interfere with their fun, yo. Because so we out here in motherfucking South Beach, bitch. Mm. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. I'm sorry, I had to sandwich in a little bit of Rona instead of getting on to Florida this week. Because it's, I'm telling you, Florida, Florida was good for bringing a few stories out. But even Florida, normally it's like a... It's just like a laundry list of crazy shit. But with this one, yeah, it's not it's not as, you know, it's not it's not as easy as it used to be right now in this post Rona world. Florida even is looking like kinda sane. Kind of. I'm hoping that Florida steps back up to the plate for this next week though. So Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Well, I don't know if it's that I've been inside for a long time or what, but I feel like this episode for me anyways flew the fuck by. Um we already, we already about at, at about that time. Um, man, it's been fun. And I, I tried to make it as least Rona for you guys as possible this week. I really fucking try, And I hope you feel my efforts didn't go unnoticed. All right. I really do. Um, also, I feel like um, either everyone who wanted to drop me a line for this show already did it and ran out of shit to say or y'all are trapped inside so much that you've gone like cabin fever like crazy. You've gone like you lost your minds and it's like barely anybody hit me up for the show this week. So shame on y'all. Come on, GTFOHers. I thought thought y'all had my back with the ill lines. What do y'all got for me? All right. Very minimal lines this week, but we do got one. So let's do this one real quick. It's only right. We got to do at least one. It's not a party unless you do one line. So let's do a line.
1: What up, Recognize? Shouts out, VTFOH podcast, long time listener, long time caller, me love you long time, it's your boy Corey out here in Tucson, and I'm a comedian, so to a small extent I understand what you're going through, entertainers are getting hit pretty hard right now, uh, this coronavirus is fucking crazy though dude, I was comparing it to Zombieland, uh, like uh, as far as the toilet paper goes everybody's telling you, like, oh, Chinese markets are unaffected, so dollar stores are unaffected, uh, but that that's just hearsay, you know, you get there, and it's just like everywhere else, um, it's not zombies, though, it's toilet paper, um, these are some pretty dark times, so we need, like, comedians and light-hearted individuals such as yourself to uh, get us through, because, um, you know, there's going to be some shitty-smelling rioters coming soon.
2: Yes, sir. Corey Little. I think I just discovered that the limit on these voice messages for the show is 59 seconds because I haven't seen anybody leave one over 59 seconds. And then my guy Corey just got cut off at 59 seconds. So uh, if you guys got somebody you'd like to tell to get the fuck out of here in your life, or you have a question for me, or you have a comment on the show, or you just want to say what's up or whatever, uh, go ahead and check the show notes and you'll see a link there that will lead you to leave a voice message you can do it from your computer you can do it from your mobile phone you can do it from wherever the fuck you want leave a line drop a line for your boy all right and shout out to Corey. i appreciate you yeah man it's uh it's crazy out here i'm trying uh not to you know bring it into the show too much but it's like fucking impossible it's it's uh it's everywhere. It's everywhere you look and it's affecting us on a whole like global scale and it's like some shit that we've never seen. It's like some shit our parents have never seen. It's pretty much like some shit not even our grandparents have seen. So it's it's wild, it's unprecedented and it's it's fucking feeling like it's dragging on forever already and I know we got we got some ways to go. But um, I appreciate you dropping a line. As you guys know, my EP, Pressure Point Meridian 1, is dropping this Friday. It'll be live on all streaming networks on Friday at midnight. So go ahead and check that out. Do me the hot favor and stream the motherfucking bejesus out of that shit. Uh, If you are the type to really want to directly support, you can do it through iTunes, Google Play Store. You can buy the MP3s and download them and stockpile them on your hard drive for when the grid goes down. So you'll have that music and be like, damn, I'm so glad that I spent the $3.99 or whatever whatever and supported rec and I have this music now forever and I don't have to worry about being connected to Spotify or whatever. So if you want to support I appreciate that. Um, I was supposed to be doing shows this weekend. Obviously, those are fucking canceled. And I was supposed to be shooting videos in a couple of weeks in Kansas City. That trip's been fucking canceled. So, um, yeah, we're doing what we can out here. Support your artists. Support uh, your bar, your out-of-work bars tenders. There's a lot of people out of work right now. So just let's do what we can with the extra dollars that we are able to receive and help help out the community and, and do what we can to get through this motherfucking shit, all right? Um, I love each and every one of y'all. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to go into that library that they went into in Game of Thrones, and I'm going to find the best stories for next week that have nothing to do with fucking coronavirus, all right? I'm going to do my best to do a Corona-free. corona light was good this week, corona light, but we're going to go Corona-free next week, all right? So I look forward to seeing y'all for episode nine, Corona-free. We're almost to 10 episodes, and we're going to celebrate, all right? We're going to celebrate with a big party at- Get the fuck out of here! Nah, we can't do a party anywhere You already know Alright, I love you guys Thanks for listening And I'll fucking holler at y'all soon Give me the song
1: It's that time again We gotta say goodnight You know it's getting late Tomorrow Is another day, my friend All right, people, it's time to go home Yep, losing time, we're ready to head on out So let's go You don't have to go home But you can't stay here now you're making me mad. You're gonna make me swear. Get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. Finish up that beer. Get the fuck out of here. You might as well call it a night, my friend. You're gonna have to get the fuck out. You heard me. So long, dechi sayonara, get the fuck out, ciao, good night, yeah. bye bye, so long, farewell, see you later out. alligator, in a while, cross die. the die, night, out. get the fuck out, get the, get the... fuck out. Can I get a refill, uh, please? Hey, you fuckface, fuck get out of here! What are you fucking doing? Get down? the fuck out! Yeah, you!
0: The GTFOH Podcast. Learn more at thegtfohpodcast.com. Just what the world needed, one more podcast. the Get the fuck out of
1: here! Get